Welcome to our Drink a Book podcast, where we drink wine and talk about books. This is Lauren. Lynn. I'm Lee. It's Marie. And this is Joe. Welcome to our fourth um, mini episode, our happy hour episode, and this time we are discussing a book that we read as a book club last year, I think, last September maybe. It's Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. We all enjoyed this book, but we know it does have some polarizing reviews, so we're going to kind of delve into that today. But before we get started with that, we kind of wanted to shout out Simpson and Vale Tea Company, who were super nice to send us some tea to try. I think Lynn tried it, so maybe she has some interesting things to say about it. Yeah, so Simpson and Vale sent us their literary tea collection, just samples. There's five different teas, and it's so cool. They're each, like, based on a different author, and then they have their own, like, tea blend flavors so we got mary shelley green tea blend we got jane austen black tea blend maya angelou's black tea blend william shakespeare's black tea blend are you hearing me accidentally dropping them <laughs> yeah. a little bit <laughs> it, it adds it's to still, it it's, it's fine, yeah. it's fine. Okay. Add some flair. it's authentic yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Charles Dickens Black Tea Blend. I'm loving all the black tea blends because I love a good black tea. Um, I tried the Jane Austen, and it's so good. It has spearmint in it, lavender flowers, vanilla flavoring. These are legit. They even (laughs) sent them in paper bags, which I love. They're loose tea, so definitely eco-friendly. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to share them with my book clubber (laughs) friends because of quarantine. (laughs) We were, I feel like we just kind of have to wait for the weather to bring us a warm day, like a spontaneous warm day where we can all get Mm -hmm. together and then um, outside and then I can give you each one. And it was kind of cool because there's five of them. So there's one for each of us. Perfect. I'm so excited to try it. on purpose on their part that they're like they knew us well enough that there's five of us we should send five and we've been following them on instagram it's kind of fun too getting to know them just they're like a small family-owned company which is really cool and i'm really into their tea so far so i'm definitely going to be buying more for myself so exciting well don't drink it all before you see us (laughs) Yeah. yeah i can't wait to try it i know i was really conflicted opening one and drinking it I, I've only opened the Jane Austen I haven't opened any of the other ones because I felt bad about leaving you out but also they're calling me and I really want to drink them <laughs> so so we hopefully we you. get it thank you <laughs> hopefully we get a day soon that I can bring them to you I hope so too also just gonna throw this out there how about that election people yeah i have not felt such dopamine in my life (laughs) until those results were announced yes (laughs) i think that i think we all needed that 
Well, here in Northeast Ohio, we had like an unseasonably warm, sunny, amazing day on Saturday. And that was the day we all found out that like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris had definitely received the correct number of electoral votes or that they're going to. I guess they haven't received I them yet. I believe the term is a landslide. Someone <laughs> referred to it in 2016. Yes, exactly. And it but, would also be the same this year. But it was like, I was like, this is the best day of my life. Like, the sun is shining. It's warm out. <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to be in the White House. It was just, like, amazing. It really but was But it was amazing. a roller coaster to get there. I oh mean, my God. I was, God. I was Anxiety. so upset on Tuesday night when I found out that Ohio did not go mm-hmm. for Biden. It was just. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I know. And, <laughs> and, and, like, all the polls, like, led us to believe it was going to be mm-hmm. a battleground state, and it was not. Yeah. And then I convinced myself that. Biden and Kamala weren't going to win because Ohio has predicted every election in the past however many freaking years. Yeah. So I literally oh and then even though even when Biden was like when we could tell that he was landsliding as Lauren mm-hmm. pointed out it still was <laughs> just like so disappointing to me how many people still voted for Trump. Like I just I know. It was really mm-hmm. disappointing mm-hmm. and upsetting, but overall the ends justify the means i don't know if that applies here i guess (laughs) what i'm trying to say is when saturday came it was the happiest day of my life and thank god thank god i definitely was like gently crying watching kamala harris oh my god i was like yes queen yes yes (laughs) yes I am so excited about Kamala Harris being yeah. VP. Yeah, no, same. Like and we're living through history right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But there is still a lot of work to be done. We have mm-hmm. to win the Senate. We need yeah. to do some volunteering for Listen, Georgia. If you're from yeah. Georgia, fucking vote blue, okay? Mm-hmm. We're counting on you. The U.S. is counting on you. I mean, Georgia already like. You you are amazing. I just want to say, Georgia, we yeah. thank put you. Ohio to shame. Thank you for <laughs> your service. And please Shout continue. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Atlanta, I'd love to come visit you when COVID is over. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I've been to Atlanta. It was great. <laughs> I just want to say I'm like really feeling Georgia right now. Well, I guess Georgia kind of ties into the book. I mean, it's not... Mm-hmm where it was located but it's still the south yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. good very good segue lauren (laughs) like a professional i'm trying to make it make sense (laughs) wait where was where the crawdads sing was in the carolina it was north carolina that's close which is also it's like next door are they maybe blue or they're not blue they were a swing swing state I don't think, still I think votes that, there? I think it was announced today that Trump won North Carolina. Oh, but damn it, I might North Carolina. Be wrong. Well, it was close. <laughs> well, just Oh, never Trump mind. won both. Erase, erase. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> well, we can't judge. I mean, yeah. We all saw what happened in Ohio. I know we all really like this book, though. Like, I think we all gave it a four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I definitely agree with some of the criticisms I've read about it, but it's one of those things where, like, I know there's bad things, but I still enjoyed the ride, and I still mm-hmm. enjoyed the story and, like, the writing. Yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like it had a little bit of everything. It was, like, mm-hmm. 
romance, drama, murder mystery, coming of age, like, all wrapped up into one. And I know that yeah. maybe that didn't work for some people, but I kind of liked it. No, I thought I it worked. it, too. Definitely kept my attention, and mm-hmm. it was enjoyable to read. Yeah, I saw one of, like, when I was looking at Goodreads at the negative reviews, someone literally mentioned that. Like, I don't know what to classify this as. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So? Did you like it? Like, <laughs> Does it matter? Not, not everything has to fit in a box, okay? Yeah. Right. Stop trying to label it. <laughs> um, should we read some of these negative reviews? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Should we? Since okay. we just talked about the election, maybe we should read that one that oh, yeah. had a little interesting flair to it. <laughs> so I have a review from... Luann. She rated it two out of five stars. And she says, before reading this, I suggest you take two Advil because I rolled my eyes so many times while reading this, I gave myself a pounding headache. (laughs) (laughs) Starts out okay, though. From the beginning, you have to suspend logic to go along with the plot. By midpoint, it falls apart into a series of cliched, trite, unsupported, silly plot points. The character development, so-called, is frankly unbelievable and downright ridiculous. I'm I'm giving it an extra... I'm giving it an extra star because in the age of Trump, I'm trying to be kinder in general. And then she says, no, just no. But I really like the idea that she gave it an extra star because of Trump. I kind of love her. I love it. Um, I found another one. This is a one star from Karen Collier. I can't even imagine how this book has a four plus star rating. The characters, including the protagonists, are so simplistic as to be unbelievable. The plot is trite. The dialogue is atrocious and offensive. A girl who basically raises herself in a swamp speaks perfect King's English while every black character goes around speaking like they done didn't grow up in that dare barn. I'm 50 pages from the end, and I refuse to waste another minute reading this. Also, I usually put the books I finish in my little free library, but I'm throwing this one in the recycling bin. Wow. wow. That is 150 likes on Goodreads. Just that Okay, and also, like, can you put books in the recycling bins? I don't know if that's, like, allowed. <laughs> Maybe like, we need a climate crisis, Karen. Goddamn, don't, don't put your books in the recycling bin. Karen. Um, please donate your used books. Reduce and reuse. Okay? That's the name yes. of the game right now. I mean, I don't disagree with the criticisms, but, like, that was a little harsh. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. still enjoyable. Like, does every book have to be, like, so serious and, like... No. I mean, there are books that I've rated higher only because I... I mean, I enjoyed them. It wasn't the best book that I ever read, but I enjoyed right. reading it, you know? Mm-hmm. There are, yes, there might be criticisms, but it doesn't mean you should throw it in the recycling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I felt, like... I loved all the nature in the book. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely Mm -hmm. felt like I was there. It just, the way her writing style just really, I just really connected with it, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I did like the story. I mean, obviously it was not necessarily a realistic story, but I don't know. I just kind of, I guess that's what I went into it expecting. And so I was just kind of along for the ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like there's so many books that I read that are not realistic that being Mm -hmm. realistic is not something I'm looking for in a book. If it is, great. 
but it definitely doesn't need to be. Right. Right. I mean, look at all the books I'm reading. Like, I, I love dystopian <laughs> future, fantasy, sci-fi. Like, a lot of those are totally unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I, I can't really those... get, like... Sorry. No, go ahead. I mean, I feel like I've definitely read other books and criticized other books for being unrealistic, and I didn't really feel like this was, like, that crazy of a plot, you know? Am I That's true. out of line I feel like that? the no. most, like unrealistic part to me would be that like she didn't learn to read until she was 14 and now she's a scientist author it's like yeah maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of a stretch but like it wasn't so hard to believe that it like made me hate the book you know right yeah and like i don't know maybe maybe that could happen i mean i don't know i like how it was her like overcoming obstacles and mm-hmm. yeah and Sorry. like murdering fuckboys like we're all yeah. about it that's what this book yes. club is about <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean I did think it was a little unrealistic that she like raised herself mm-hmm. you know like out of bounds swampy area and like I could like I guess I could see that but I still really enjoyed the like story and the strong female character like we need that mm-hmm. I need that in my life right now <laughs> definitely and she stood up for herself with you know the, her two love interests in the story mm-hmm. chase and tate she didn't let them mm-hmm. like get to her and she got her revenge or she you know she mm-hmm. made it a point with tate to like be with him on her terms not on his which mm-hmm. i liked i do remember i was a little disappointed that it seemed like throughout most of the book and most of her life she did rely on the male characters you know i wish that there was more of her like coming of age and kind of growing up and maturing that didn't need a male presence to get her there. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But overall, and by the end of the book, she had clearly, you know, what word am I looking for? Like, um, she had clearly become independent of that. Mm-hmm. It was a great summer read. I remember it was, like you said, either August or September that we were reading Mm -hmm. it, and it was perfect for that time, just Mm -hmm. warm and beachy, and obviously it wasn't all, you know, it wasn't like a fun rainbows and butterflies read, but just Mm -hmm. I really liked the nature and that kind of theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I remember being really shocked that she did end up killing him. I was like, just I think I thought <laughs> yes. she didn't do it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she's like not good, but she's not like bad. Right. And I was like, I, no, she's bad. <laughs> she <yeah>. did it. <laughs> I don't think I expect. I mean, it was a while ago, but I don't think I expected right it to have been her who killed mm-hmm. him. I don't think so. I either. definitely it's, didn't. I'm I mean, I kind of feel like she didn't have enough time. Like, from what I remember of the timeline, like, that seems pretty, like, tight, but... But I'm wasn't okay it, like, it. with somebody who was familiar with, you know, the terrain or whatever, mm-hmm. like, she could have made it just in time, yeah. but, like, it was supposed to be... We didn't think it was her because, like you said, it seemed like mm-hmm. it would be too hard to do it. Yeah. And that she kept... Was it the necklace or something that she yeah. kept? Mm-hmm. The shell yeah. necklace. And that's how we found out at the end. And mm-hmm. that she was the author, which I also was not oh, expecting. Of the oh, poems. Right. Yeah. I did oh, not see that right. coming. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. 
about that part. I definitely didn't remember, or I definitely didn't expect her to be that author. Mm -hmm. Same. It's kind of sad when you think about, like, her childhood. She was Mm -hmm. just, like, abandoned by her family, basically. Yeah. And, like, I think there was, like, a social worker or somebody Mm -hmm. who had come to check on her, but she, like, hid from them. Yeah. But I guess that's another part that was maybe a little unrealistic. Like, could she have really, as a child, like, with people knowing that she was there by herself, Mm -hmm. would that have really been, like, a forever thing that... You know, right? Mm-hmm. And she even went to school, and then was like, "Nah, yeah, <laughs> like no." And they didn't try to like get her to come back or anything. What was the time period? Was it like the sixties, the fifties? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was like yeah, I think it was the fifties or the sixties. And I wasn't sure. I should have looked it up, but I wondered if that was was the school thing and the truancy more realistic back then that they wouldn't have pushed as hard to get someone to go to school if they didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't really know. Here, I have the years. When it starts, when she's a kid and, and Ma leaves, it's 1952. And then the trial is during 1969. Hmm. Whose pick? Was it Was it my pick and Joe's pick? Are we the ones who picked the book? I think so. I don't remember. I think that was, that was remember. I was Here, trying I to remember. Confirm. I think it was... I can't remember. Did but our old member me. pick it? <laughs> no. I thought no. it was us. <laughs> no? <laughs> Hold on. I have the, the spreadsheet pulled up here. Yeah, it was us, Lynn. What was That's the genre? Cool. Was it about animals? <laughs> no. no, that was Maybe? Secret Life of Bees. Whose genre yeah. was that? <laughs> oh, this was one from another book club. Oh, Reese's oh, book club. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That's how we got hooked in Reese. <laughs> I think we were hooked on her. Yeah, I think we were. (laughs) Yeah, I was anyway. (laughs) Does anybody remember where the title was in the book and what the significance was? If I'm remembering right, I can't remember like how significant it really was. Like I thought it would be a more prominent part of the book. Wasn't it something about like, this could be totally wrong. Like, either how far out you go in the nature or, like, how alone you are is when you can hear the crawdads mm. singing. Am I am I making that up? No. That sounds like familiar. it could be right. Yeah. I might be wrong. Also, I saw one of the reviews I was looking at. People were saying, like, there's no crawdads where she was, oh. actually. Oh. Really? But doesn't that seem like a big, like, if you're naming your book that, wouldn't you make sure where you have it take place? There I are thought, crawdads singing. You would think. I, I thought the I author. Know. I thought the author had done like research on like marshes and stuff in the area. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe these people are just salty about it, like Karen. I, <laughs> I don't know. I think that I also like. This is gonna make me sound really stupid, but I think that I maybe didn't really like know what a crawdad was. I don't know. I still no, don't know that's no, not at all. It's like a shrimp, right? Oh, like a big yeah, shrimp. I just googled it. It's a freshwater crayfish. I think I thought it was like a bird or something. Like that I don't. Know. It sounds singing. like it would be. Well, I could see how you would make that connection. Crawdads here too. Oh. Or no, there's something like that that you can find here. Yeah. It's like a crawfish. Because crawfish, yeah. they're like in Freshwater crustaceans. <laughs> Wait, did you know that this was, connect- the story was like loosely connected to a real life murder mystery from 1995? No. no? Really? 
I mean, that's what it says on bustle.com. It says, oh, the author of Where the Crawdads Sing is connected to a real-life murder mystery. In 1995, when she and her then-husband, Mark Owens, were doing conservation work. That's... Hmm. Wait, they're making a movie? They are? Really? Well, I looked up the Wikipedia, and it says... Well, I know you're always talking about Reese Witherspoon, like, buying <laughs> just up the say, rights to everything. Reese. But it says her um, Hello Sunshine production company will produce it, with Witherspoon oh, as the wow. producer. Yay. And Lucy Alibar, not sure who that is, is adapting the book to film script. There's no cool. date or anything. So it's like super, super like pre, pre, pre-production. But Yeah. Ooh, oh, I side wonder... note, that just reminds me. I saw on Instagram somehow the other day that they're making a hating game movie. What? And, really? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh, my Lucy gosh. Hale is going to be whatever. I don't even know what her name oh was. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> yeah. I wonder yeah. if. It will be a good show. I feel like it will be. I don't It'd know. It'd be a great movie, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't remember who the love and who the... I don't even remember their names in that book. Me neither. I don't either. Hmm. I, I can't remember. Oh, and Firefly Lane should be starting yeah. in December. Yeah. I don't really love Katherine Heigl, though. I think she's perfect to play that role, yeah. though. I yeah, I feel I can like... kind of see it. Why does Katherine Heigl get such a bad rap? I feel like... I don't know. It's just what I've heard. People Is don't like terrible? her for some reason. Um, I, I feel like it was her she was hard to work with. But oh, maybe. obviously we don't know like, she in how true dresses? that is. Yeah. 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 Okay. I also feel like some of the movies she's been cast in maybe hasn't been... I haven't been like perfectly happy with the casting. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking specifically of... Um, one for the Money, which is a Janet Ivanovich book series. I don't know if any of you have no. ever read those. I it's like a silly, I've court, read some sort of them. crime-ish book. And I of course, both like... of you have read them, and none of us. <laughs> but I didn't like them as much as you. Like our yeah. mom was like really into them, hmm. and she convinced me that I needed to read them. And I think after I read like a few of them, I was like, no, there's like a million of them. There's a lot. But I really liked them. I know that it wasn't your favorite, but she was not at all who I imagined to be Stephanie Plum, and I was very disappointed. Oh, she played Stephanie Plum? Yeah. No, that doesn't seem right. No. Mm. It, it, it wasn't. I mean, and the movie wasn't that good anyway. It, well, it was okay. It wasn't her fault. Like, it, that was not mm. her fault. I just also didn't like her casting. Um, so but I really like that book series, so I wanted it to be perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, In Firefly sorry. Lane, does she play Tully? Yeah, I have yeah. it up right now. Okay, I have that makes sense to me. She could be a believable Tully, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that. I just thought of something. By the way, if listeners are wondering what the F we're talking about, in in 10 months, you're going to hear an episode of our book club having read Firefly Lane. So It's not that long. It's only like half that time. Okay. <laughs> It, it'll feel it'll it. feel like a long time. <laughs> it'll be like April of next year and they'll be listening. That's a lot of suspense. <laughs> I just want to say that I really like the cover. I think Me it's like, oh, yeah. really pretty and I really like I the really colors. I like the cover too. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is a Same. nice book. And I definitely do judge books by their covers. Me Absolutely. Too. So like, I, like listen. You're a liar if you say yeah. that you don't, okay? Like, you're just a liar. I'm just and saying that that true. recent book that I just purchased, I bought it because it's a very pretty cover. It's mm-hmm. very Yeah, it has, like, 
Is it like nail polish spilled in the background or yeah. something like? Because I kind of love it. And I kind of fell in love with the cover. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't even really read the description before. <laughs> I Wait, was what like, book are we talking about? Untamed. Untamed. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't either. It was really nice. It, or you were reading it on Goodreads. Yeah. And I was like, they're reading it. And it's on sale. And it's a pretty cover. So yeah. I bought it. And then when I got home, I read the inside. Mm-hmm. It is a pretty cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then follow the author on Instagram. So. Yeah. But I think that, like, if we hadn't read this book for book club, and even if I didn't know it was a Reese's book club, like, if I saw where the crawdads sing, like, at a bookstore, mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah. I'm buying this because I like the cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I do like it. That's all. So, listeners, have you all read Where the Crawdads Sing? If you have any comments about it, feel free to. Chat with us on our Instagram at drinkabookpod or email us at drinkabookpod at gmail.com. And make sure you look out for our next full-length episode, which will be about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on January 6th. If you happen to be following along and just listen to our shrill full-length episode, you know we picked um, Why We're Polarized by Ezra Klein. As we're editing these and in real time the pandemic hit, we were all going a little crazy and decided we needed some comforting books to read, so we decided to do Harry Potter instead. So stay tuned for that, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Here's to another book club. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.